You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. And now it's time for the BetMGM MLB podcast, powered by BetQL, with Ryan Horvath and Cody Decker on the BetQL Network. Ladies and gentlemen, we got ourselves a brand new week, even though the week really technically started on Sunday, but we had ourselves a three-day weekend, which means we got a new slate of ball games starting today, as in Tuesday, Major League Baseball, and you are listening to BetMGM MLB Podcast, powered by BetQL. I'm Cody Decker, former professional baseball player, turned professional smartass on the radio, and with me as always, you hear him on BetMGM tonight, you hear him all over the place, you see him all over the place. He is my man, and he is my co-host here, and I just love working with him. This is the greatest show of all time because of him. Ryan Horvath. Ryan, how you doing, brother? I'm doing good. Great weekend. Nice little holiday weekend. Uh, last night, had some baseball, but today, man, waking up and having 16 games to choose from is a beautiful Ooh, thing. A beautiful thing. Lying. Especially and now on the East Coast. Now, you're, you're blessed with great weather uh, 20, every single day, 24-7, 365. But we actually, for the first time yesterday... Cracked 84 degrees, so I'm going to be able to golf soon. We opened up the pool yesterday, so I actually got a little bit of sun. Now today, it's going to be about 96, and I have to go into work. The humidity, insane here, but the weather, uh, sunshine on my shoulders. Makes me happy, Cody. Nice, nice. Well, we got a lot of things to bring up today. Of course, the first segment, we got, of course, the slate of games. We got some future props to talk about. Of course, there's probably going to be strikeout props, K props, matchups we got to talk about throughout the week. But first things first, man, let's just go over the month because we are at the end of month two, even though technically it's not two full months because of the late start to the season. But we are at the end of May as we sit here. And let's talk about May a little bit because it's been some movement in baseball. I mean, at the beginning of the season, I think some teams really disappointed. We even talked about it earlier this month, the teams that have truly disappointed us, teams that were on that list, the Boston Red Sox, the Detroit Tigers, the Seattle Mariners that both you and I are both big on and just nostalgically rooting for. Um, But, you know, there's some teams that have been a little bit of surprises. The Angels come to mind immediately. I mean, we know they could always be good, but are they good? And we're going to definitely talk about that. But looking at this, we're going to just look at the leagues and we're going to pick one. Who is your AL team of May? And then, of course, who is your NL team? But I want to start with AL. Let's stick with the AL. AL team of May. It's probably the same team as me, and it's hard not to pick them. But let's see what you got. So this was tough because I had a couple, like, honorable mentions where uh, if you're looking at overall record, you know, and that's what I ended up doing here in the American League, like the team that I believe as of today, like, actually has a legit shot to win a World Series. But I wanted to go with, and this would be a surprise, two teams that really needed to catch fire this month, and they have the last two weeks. Nobody's really talking about the Toronto Blue Jays because they got off to that slow start, man. Now they're seven games above 500. They're sitting there at 27 and 20, but they're seven and three in their last 10. They're finally starting to win some games. They get a big series with the White Sox this week, and the Sox are going to have some guys unable to make that trip because of vaccination rules, including our guy Dylan Cease. Uh, the Red Sox, six and four. But to be fair last. about Dylan Cease, though. Is Dylan Cease? Dylan Cease just pitched on Sunday, so he's actually not even so he wasn't even scheduled, right? So that wasn't yeah. going to matter regardless, right? Um, and so it was between two teams for me, though. It was between 
The Houston Astros, who are sitting there 31-18 and 18 this season, 6-4 and four in their last 10 games. They have a four-game division lead after it was looking like our Angels were going to run away with that division early. But I'm going to go with the Yanks, man, 33-15 and 15 this season. Now, they are 5-5 five and five in their last 10 games. Uh, I've been listening to some New York sports talk radio with our girl Trista Crick. Everybody's freaking out about Anthony Rizzo and Joey Gallo and their batting average. That's like I, I said, is a Cubs fan man so spoiled. Imagine finding anything so. to complain about when you're 33 and 15 with that rotation, with that bullpen. It, for me, it's the New York Yankees, man. I think they're legit. They have a five-game lead in that division over the Rays, who are 28 and 20. So I'll go with the Yanks. I'm gonna agree with you. I know it's a boring pick, but yeah, it's the Yankees. It's no yeah. question. It's the Yankees. They have 33 wins, and yes, like you're talking about, the New York radio, WFAN, everybody's talking like this is the last place Yankees. Yeah. 33 wins, and I'm glad you brought up the Toronto Blue Jays because they have been on an absolute roll. They're 27-20 and 20 as we speak. They're, they're starting to make a little bit of a run here, and it's going to be a three-team race uh, unless, of course, the Red Sox continue their push. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you can even make – I know that the Red Sox have 23 wins right now, and they are below 500, but you can legitimately make a case that they may have been the team of the month in in May because they really turned it around, especially on the offensive side. Um, I'm agreeing with you on the Yankees. There's just – there's no one else yeah. you can say at the top. And, and on the flip side, I'll say the same thing on the National League side. I'll just go ahead and say it. Los Angeles Dodgers. I mean, what else can you say? This team has only lost two games – in like the last two weeks, and they were both on fluke errors. Yeah. So if they lose two games only on just fluke plays, I think this team's going to be perfectly fine. Another team also at 33 wins. Um, you know, we're we're also going to talk about players on on both leagues. I might as well just go ahead and dump my mate, my NL player. It's Mookie Betts. My God, what has Mookie Betts done this month? Not just a great month. This might be the best month of Mookie Betts' career, and that is saying something. This is a former MVP and a guy who is probably right now. I haven't actually checked today, but he's probably at the very top of the MVP futures market. If I were to bet, he probably has toppled Manny Machado, who's been at the very top of that list for about three weeks. Um, unquestionably, Dodgers, Mookie Betts, NL team, and NL player. Yeah, dude. Okay, so I'm actually going to agree. I'll pick a different team in the NL. I'll go away from the Dodgers because there's a team, another team that I was looking at, but I have to agree with Mookie Betts. You know what I've been playing prop-wise, and I didn't give it out last week, I should have? Mookie Betts to score a run. 14 consecutive days I played that. 14 consecutive games he played it at least one run. Dude, he's got 11 homers, 26 RBIs, I believe. Look at the OPS. Just ridiculous. So I'm with you on Mookie Betts for the NL. And then really quickly while we're on that topic, I'm going to go in the AL. I'm going to go with the pitcher, and I'm going to go with Martin Perez for the Rangers. Dude, 3-0, 0-7-6 ERA. Uh, last year had a 4-7-4 ERA. I did not see this coming. So I'm going to go with him in the AL, uh, an arm that – especially, you know, I'm not a great team, uh, has really come alive this year. My NL team, I'll, uh, let's go a little bit different here. So I was going to go with the Dodgers. They're 33-15. and 15. Like you said, they're 7-3 and three in their last 10. They're dominant at home. They're 15-6. and six. And they made me a bunch of money last night uh, on Monday night. I actually took the Pirates and faded Walker Buehler just because the Pirates were plus 285. That price was ridiculous. <laughs> they just took the series against the Dodgers last week, and you're giving me 3-1 to one odds on a holiday, man. So had to do it. Um I'm going to go with the Mets. The Mets, 33-17, and 7-3 in their last 10. Just with the injuries that they're dealing with, no Scherzer. They're going to get him back. And if they could get DeGrom back, like we continue to say here on this podcast, late June, 
July, even August, man. Even just for a postseason run, you're getting Jacob DeGrom, maybe arguably the greatest pitcher in the last 20 years back. I'll go with the Mets, 33-17. and 17. Let me throw an honorable mention to the Brewers, 32-18, and 6-4 and four in their last 10, just because I've been betting on them a lot, man, especially when Eric Lauer takes the ball. But I'll go Mets. I'll choose the Mets. We get it. You love the Brewers. We the Brewers, know. baby. We know. Yeah. Uh, but no, yeah, I, yeah the, everything you just said, right, right on the head. Um, there was something else you just said in there that I, caught my ear, but then you threw the Brewers into the mix. What did you say to the, before you mentioned the Brewers? You were talking about um, the Mets. Oh, uh, the Mets. about the Grom. Uh, that's what it was. But then you just had to throw a Brewers wrench. No, no, my, my bad. Well, my well, the, Mets got some good, <laughs> the Mets got some good news on DeGrom. So, uh, so DeGrom, so I don't know what to make of any of this, though, man. Like, when these guys, when we're looking for them to come back, like, I saw Steven, Steven Strasburg. Like, I saw, like, he's he's throwing to live batters again. But, I'm like, so happy you just said that because here's what I my mind immediately met when, when you said Jacob DeGrom. They can get him back in August. Yeah. yeah. They can get him back in August. Perfect. This team's going to be up by 20 games in this division. They just need him back by October. But yeah. if they do get him back by October, it is going to be 2019 Washington Nationals all over again, in which I say it's going to be Steven Strasburg with the Nats in 19, the way he did. He came back and just dominated throughout the playoffs. And everyone just completely forgot that for 10 years, Steven Strasburg had never been healthy ever at any point and then they extended him for like 300 million dollars and he has not been healthy at any point since then i feel like that's exactly what's about to happen with jacob Degrom. Yeah. and by the way jacob Degrom, when healthy is the greatest pitcher alive let's let's not make any questions about it but he's going to come back in august he's going to pitch like five games he's going to give up no runs and he's going to sign a 500 million dollar extension yep. based on what he did in the world series and then he might get hurt immediately and never pitch again. It's going to be exactly Steven Strasburg. Oh, hey, I actually, I agree with everything that you just said right there. I'm changing my Mookie Betts pick. I'm actually going to throw in another uh, player of the month just because I want to toot my own horn on some closing line value. Oh, so a couple would. weeks ago, no, no, a couple weeks ago, I joked about Josh Hader winning Cy Young. We haven't seen, was Gagne the last in 92? Yes, he, no, okay. it was uh, 2002, I believe. Two, yeah, okay, 2002, that's what I meant, 92. All right, so it's been a long time since it's happened, but dude, 18 for 18 in save opportunities. Yesterday against the Cubs, who suck, I get. Uh, both games of the doubleheader, comes in, shuts the door. He has an ERA of zero this year, a perfect 18 for 18. So I played him, just some pizza money. It was 66 to one two weeks ago. I checked on Friday. It was 50 to 1. I checked last night when we were doing the live show. 25 to 1 on Josh Hader, the closer for the Milwaukee Brewers to win Cy Young. I had to do it, man. And I'm sitting there now with a ridiculous ticket and it's down to 25 to 1. If he goes a perfect season, which obviously it's 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 early. Uh, we have plenty of plenty plenty of time to go, but 18 for 18 and he hasn't given up a run this season. Okay. I will say this about your pick. Is it a lofty pick? Yes. Yes. But, yes. but but it's a lofty pick. But yeah. the reason it's a lofty pick is that he's a closer. He is a relief pitcher. Relief pitchers, to win a Cy Young, have to do something extraordinary. Josh Hader thus far has done something extraordinary. If he continues to do something extraordinary the way he is. Now, I'm not inclined to believe that he can't. Right. He can. Like, he physically can. Right. But I don't believe he will. But if he continues the way he does, you're going to cash that ticket at the end of the year. Unquestionably. Right. The reason why Gagne got that award 
is because he he got 82 straight saves. Yeah. He was on for 3 years he didn't blow a save. And yeah. that particular year he was just unhittable. Hater's been unhittable. Hater has been a left-handed Gagne. I don't hate your ticket. I legitimately actually the more it, the more the season goes along, the more I like the ticket and here's also why I love that ticket. And why I'm telling other people, while you can, maybe sprinkle a little bit on it while you can, because this team is in a bad division. Right. A very bad division. He's going to be getting a lot of save opportunities. Yes. And Freddie Freeman is not in his division. Right. If Freddie Freeman's not in his division, that means no one's going to be hitting a home run off of him. Freddie Freeman's the only guy in the league that can hit Josh Hader. Dude, there's nobody that can hit Josh Hader. I tell you this as a Cubs fan, and I'm not talking about this version of the Cubs, you know, with Jonathan VR out there. I'm talking about, like, this this Brewers team and Josh Hader is actually what broke up the Cubs. I will always say, man, like, all the Brewers had to do, bring him in for the ninth. I want to say Rizzo homered off him maybe once. Maybe Javi got him once. But... It wasn't only that, like, he would just come in and save every opportunity. It's that, like, nobody touches him. He hasn't given up a run all season. So, again, it was 66-1. to 1, And if he makes history, I'm gonna, that number's not going to be the same. It's already, you've already missed the number. So I had to do it. And I just, there's really nobody that's, like, blown me away. Like, Corbin Burns is 3-1 to one right now, plus 300. No thanks. He's given up more homers already this year than he did all of last year. Mm-hmm. Kershaw was who I wanted to play. Didn't early enough, and now he obviously is on the IL, but what he was doing was ridiculous. Scherzer, the same thing, but just with all the injuries and all the uncertainty around some of these guys, I figured it was it was worth a shot. I mean, you know, you could still get Jacob deGrom right now, I believe, 65-1, to too, if you think he's coming back, but I went with Josh Hader. Yeah, I, I actually do like the pick. Okay, and one more, by the way. We already did the National League side. We spent a lot of time on the National League side. Let's talk about the American League side again real quick. Who is your American League Player of the Month? Come on. Why are we even doing this? It's Trevor Story. Yeah. Trevor Story is the reason the Boston Red Sox are even even breathing at the moment. Yeah. So Trevor Story, Trevor Story, Trevor Story. The month he's had has been – he's had such a good month that we haven't talked enough about Mookie Betts. That's how good the month Trevor Story has been. Completely agree, dude. I'll go with uh, Trevor Story, and I'll throw in, since uh, we have to throw in like maybe a little honorable mention here, I'll go with Devers, too. Rafael Devers has been awesome, especially in May, a 430 OBP. And now, like you said, with Boston, probably they probably we were talking three weeks ago like they were dead in the water. Now they may have the best offense in all of Major League Baseball. They have the last month, so we'll go with uh, Story and Devers, two Boston guys. Well, here we go, and let's finish out this segment with uh, something that has been dubbed by our producer, Super Mario, the trash of the month. Who is going to get the award? And by the way, I think this award should be renamed uh, to who I'm giving it to. Uh, Ladies and gentlemen, the first ever inaugural Tommy Pham Award goes to Tommy Pham. My God, what the hell bad month is this guy having? One- he sucker punches Jock Peterson. Yeah. Two, he threatens to fight the entire Padre team at an MMA gym like yeah. two weeks before. Oh, and by the way, one of the reasons he said that he struck Jock Peterson was because he said some disrespectful things about the Padres. You know, the team he threatened to fight two weeks earlier. Tommy Pham needs therapy. Yes. Badly. Like Anger really, man. really badly. Also, he's a free agent at the end of the year. He's not playing baseball next season. 
dude, he may be in the KBO. He may be in the Korean Baseball League. Like, that may be where he's headed because that was outrageous. You know what that did, though? It made me, uh, it made me appreciate and love Jock Peterson even more. The mm-hmm. fact that he had to do like a four-minute presser after the game on that, and he's just talking about fantasy football and how he's throwing this guy on his designated IR, but Tommy which, Pham had done the same. He's like, I can't even believe we're still talking about this, yeah. man. Which, by the way, I just don't know how – have you ever – you played fantasy football before? Right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I don't mean to really just break down fantasy football, but what Jock did was part of the rules in the game. How yeah. You, it's how you win fantasy football. Yeah. Um. So Tommy Pham clearly not understanding on how to play fantasy football and also not understanding on how to live in life. My God, what an idiot. What an idiot. The Tommy Pham Award will go to Tommy Pham probably right. every month. I cannot wait. All right, I'll throw in an honorable mention, of course. I'll go uh, Trash of the Month, the Tommy Pham Award. I'm actually, it says it could be a player, a manager, or anything. So here's what we'll do. Uh, I got an entire team rather than one specific player, and that is... Other than Wilson Contreras, you could take him out of this equation. The Chicago Cubs, absolute dumpster fire. I hope you guys are seeing with your eyeballs what I've been trying to tell you. They may end up being the worst team, not only in the NL Central, in the entire league when they sell at the deadline. If you give up 20 runs to the Reds in one game, one nine-inning game, you should be relegated to the Frontier League. They should be playing the Joliet Slammers this weekend. Uh, manager, <laughs> manager David Ross. Um, owner, the whole Ricketts family. Jed Hoyer. Throw them all in the trash because that's what they are. They lost to the Reds last week. The Reds, 20-5. to The White Sox beat up on them. The Brewers beat up on them. When's the last time they actually beat the Milwaukee Brewers? Well, opening day. Um, yeah, I'm going to go with the Chicago Cubs. They lost to the Reds 20-5. to They deserve this award. As we currently sit, the Cubs are up three games on the Cincinnati Reds, and they are down one game to the Pittsburgh Pirates, of which you and I have a somewhat gentleman's bet, but no actual punishment laid yet on who's going to have a better record this season between the Pirates yeah. and the Cubs. You, a diehard Pirate, a Cubs fan, me, a... Just an onlooker and bystander who is very interested and not believing that the Cubs could possibly. Well, Tom Ricketts apologizes. Uh, no, oh, whoa, 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 whoa! <laughs> I'm just, whoa. I'm just how, playing. How dare you say that about me? Just because I'm a Chelsea fan doesn't mean I like the Ricketts. Yeah, I don't want. Yeah. I don't want them touching Chelsea either. Let's be real clear. You know what it reminds me of? Have you ever seen Office Space when he's like? You want to come over? Nah, don't need you effing up my life. That, that's what that's what Chelsea said to the Ricketts family, man. We don't want you effing up our club, too. Oh, man. Yeah, that's a good pick. That's a great honorable mention for the Tommy Pham Award. It could also be called the Ricketts Award. It might be next month after yeah. something terrible happens with the Cubs when we do this again next month. All right, guys, we're going to take a quick little break. When we come back, the AL Games on Slate of the Week right here on BetMGM MLB Podcast, powered by BetQL. Let's get back to more of the BetMGM MLB podcast. Powered by BetQL with Ryan Horvat and Cody Decker on the BetQL network. Welcome back into the BetMGM MLB podcast powered by BetQL. He's Cody Decker. I'm Ryan Horvat. We're going to start today with the American League games to watch this week. 
uh, doing the podcast on a Tuesday because of the holiday. We were off yesterday. Well, we weren't off, but we didn't do the podcast. I was by the pool. It was a beautiful thing. Got a little red. Got a little sunburn. Uh, we get one daytime baseball game today, and we're punished with the Twins and the Tigers. Smeltzer takes oh. the mound. 1-0 and this season with his 104 ERA. You want to hear something disgusting? I actually wanted to play a strikeout prop because it was 2.5, but it was juiced last I saw, minus 165. So I'm staying away from that. Garcia takes the ball today. 0-0 record, ERA of three. Um, Got to be honest, man, don't have a very strong interest in betting this game other than maybe a Smeltzer strikeout prop if you do want to lay some juice just because the number is so low. I would probably back only the Twins in this spot, and I'd probably just go run line because you're getting uh, plus money, plus 105. I just don't necessarily love that price with this pitching matchup, but it would be Minnesota or nothing for me. It's Minnesota on the run line or absolutely nothing. Um, yeah. You know, fade the Tigers, quite frankly, is been my been my mantra for the last few weeks. Even though they're playing slightly better, slightly, yeah. this is a team that should be winning uh, already. I mean, when you got the beginning of May, you have the manager, A.J. Hinch, going out there and literally making an apology speech in May. Uh, this team is not good enough. and They're not up to snuff. Everyone's playing terrible. And, yeah, the Smeltzer K prop. It's just, I don't want to lay down any juice for this. This is a game I don't care about enough to lay down juice. No, yes. stay away. Just, if you're going to play anything, just play the Twins on the run line. It's the only thing that seems like a safe bet, and at least you're getting plus 105 on it. Like, the only interest I have in this, well, it's the only game that we get today, so I am going to watch it because it's a standalone game. It's the only game. day game, yeah. we got to watch it. But uh, I'm just going to watch it as a fan. All right, Royals take on the Guardians tonight. I've actually been playing Kansas City because the prices have been ridiculous. I like them when they're anything over plus 150. Got them with Daniel Lynch on the mound last week, plus 165, and that came home against the Astros. He's 2-3 and three this year with a 3.92 ERA. I just don't like this price, plus 120. It would be Kansas City, actually, for me against the Guardians. I'm not laying minus 145 with Cleveland. What about you? Uh, the total in the game, 9.5. You know, I actually like Lynch. Um, yeah. I like Lynch, and you're giving me decency on the money line. Um, I'm going to stay away from it personally, but if yeah. I were to lean, yeah, I'm going to lean towards uh, Lynch, and I'm going to lean towards the Royals on the money line on the road, plus 120. I Although the fact that they're on the road, and it is the Royals, I, mean, I get that these are two 500 teams, but Royals on the road should be getting more on the money line than plus 120. I really think the Royals should be sitting closer to about 130, uh, plus 135. Right. Um, if anything, maybe maybe stick around, watch the prices today, see if it goes up or down. Uh, if you can get a better price, maybe jump on that. But as of right now, this is not enough for me to jump on because uh, honestly, it's a it's a pitching matchup I don't care too much about. No. It's a game I don't care too much about. You got to give me something, and unfortunately, these two teams aren't giving me enough for me to really want to play this game. Right? Maybe you want better value. Maybe what you could do is you just hold off and you could. Well, I bet this thing, I mean, the Royals, if they're plus 120, if they go down one nothing, especially with the Guardians' bullpen, which can't be trusted, you might be able to get a better price, maybe even plus 200. I would do something like that. Let's move on to a better series, yep. probably the game of the night. There's two games that I have circled in the American League that I have a very strong interest in just as a fan and watching. Angels tonight, plus 110 on the money line, taking on the Yanks. Yankees minus 135 at home in New York. Noah Syndergaard gets the ball. The one guy I trust in this rotation, other, you know, I mean, Detmers has been all right. Detmers threw a no hitter, but I've been kind of fading him recently, especially on the strikeout prop. Syndergaard, though, four and two this year with a 3.08 ERA, going against Jordan Montgomery, 0 and one, 3.30 ERA. The Angels on the run line tonight, minus 175. Yankees to win by two runs, plus 145. 
I don't like betting against the Yanks, man. I have not had good success this year betting against the Yankees, but the Angels need this one. They're four games back now in the division. This is a big series for them. It would be, you know what? Here's an opportunity for me to get the Angels plus money with the better pitcher on the mound. I'll actually take a shot with Thor tonight. He's 4-2 and two this season. Give me the Angels in game one of this series. All right, you ready to strap in for this one? I am so excited for this ball game, and I'm going to be playing a lot of things. One, okay. I like the Angels on plus money. I like the Angels plus money underdogs, plus 110 money line. Simple, classic. Wow, this is going to be a good game. It's a borderline pick em. I love the matchup. you got Noah Syndergaard back in New York. Um, Montgomery has been pretty damn good this year. He's got a 3-3 ERA. Um, I, I think this is going to be one hell of a game, but here's what I'm going to throw on there. I'm going to go ahead and play a Jordan Montgomery K-prop over 4.5 at minus 155. Now, yeah, is that a good-looking ticket at minus 155? No, but here's what is good. The 4.5. On top of that, you can get Noah Syndergaard at minus 110 at 4.5. Yeah. I think I'm going to go ahead and parlay all three of those picks together and get myself some value. I'm going Angels money line plus 110, Jordan Montgomery minus 155 on uh, 4.5K prop, and Noah Syndergaard 4.5K prop minus 110. Put those together, and you're getting some value. I like that a lot, man. I say it's a must-win for the Angels because they've been off of the last 10 games. They're 3-7. They and seven. I mean, they miss what they miss right now is Anthony Rendon. I mean, they're 25-15, and 15, I saw, with games where he starts. 2-7 and seven without him right now. Uh, they need to get going. So I like them in this spot today. We're getting plus money. Yankees, mm -hmm. yeah, we'll do that with the Angels. Uh, all right, let's move on. Also, tonight we get the Chicago White Sox. Actually, let's hold off on that one really quickly. Let's go to uh, Mariners-Orioles. Uh, Kirby gets the ball 0-1 this season with a 4.50 ERA. I don't even think Baltimore has announced the starter yet. Uh, Mariners, minus 125. Here's a spot where I could actually play the Mariners. Uh, I don't have to lay any crazy chalk. It is against Baltimore, who I believe is like 6-5 and five in their last 11 games. They just beat Boston, beat up on Boston last night. I don't necessarily love betting against the Orioles. They've been a sneaky team this year. They have. Uh, but I will take the Mariners tonight in this spot, if anything. They're uh, plus money on the run line, plus 125. Baltimore hasn't even announced the starter yet. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to gamble a little bit on this one because I'm not liking the Mariners on the money line at plus, uh, minus 125. And the Mariners have been a massive letdown for me thus far. However, I still want to believe in this team. Again, you mentioned the Orioles have not mentioned a starter, so I got to assume they're going to give up a lot of runs. Yeah, I'm going to go ahead and take one on the Mariners on the run line, plus 125 on the road. Mariners, for the love of God, if you let me down, I'm going to start fading you the rest of the season. My God, you cannot blow. If you blow this one, yeah, this is a gimme game. This it's is. a gimme game, and it should be a gimme bet. But no, the reason shouldn't. why I'm speaking so not happily about it is because this team has done nothing but disappoint me. So don't disappoint me tonight, or else I'm going to turn on you real quick, Seattle. They're not as bad as Philadelphia defensively, but they're rough to watch. You know what I'm also going to do with no pitcher being named? It's probably going to be a bullpen game for the Orioles going against Kirby with an ERA over four. I'm going to play the over in this game. Might be over idea. nine. Baltimore could score some runs. We just saw that against uh, Boston last night. All right, here's the game that I have circled. I bet this this morning. Chicago White Sox, plus 150 on the money line going against the Toronto Blue Jays. I don't like fading Lucas Giolito, man. I Ever. lean Blue Jays. They're minus 185, though. Gossman, 4-3 this year with a 2-2-5 ERA. Giolito's been awesome. He's 3-1 with a 2-63 ERA. What I did was I went back to the no run in the first inning because Lucas Giolito is 30-9. No runs in the first inning. He's 5-2 this year. Hasn't given up a run in his last couple. 4-0 on the road. 
uh, 24 and three since 2020. And if you look at the top of the lineup, guys, he's going to face George Springer, just one for six in his career against uh, Giolito. Bo Bichette, 0 for three. Vlad's three for seven. Hernandez is one for eight. And then you have Gossman going. Eight and one this season, no runs to the first inning, and then twenty and five since last year. He's only walked two batters uh, in the first inning as well. The thirty-five that he's faced. So you look at some of the numbers. Garcia's zero for three against them. Jose Abreu is two for six. Yasmani Grandal is one for three. So I'm going to go no run in the first inning. Uh, it's only minus one twenty for some reason right now with Giolito going against Gossman. Sweat it out for ten minutes. Hopefully cash that ticket. I would lean Toronto, but I don't want to back. I don't want to bet against the Sox now. I need them to start winning some games, man. They're at 500. I have them winning the Central. And I don't like betting against Giolito. He could go out there and go eight innings and give up only two hits, no runs tonight. They're 23 and 23, the White Sox. Yeah. <clears throat> Here's the thing. I'm going to fade them in this series going forward. Okay. I'm not fading them tonight. And it's because Lucas Giolito. Giolito on the hill, and you're giving me plus 150 on the money line with Giolito on the hill. I love your first inning pick. I think that's a phenomenal bet. I think you got to jump all over it. In fact, I'm going to jump all over it. You convinced me of it. Yeah. Um, I'm taking Giolito and the White Sox on Tuesday evening, plus 150 on the money line. After that, I'm likely going to be fading the White Sox, and here's why. It's not because the team has not been playing well. They haven't been, but that's not my point. Tim Anderson's down. I'm fading the White Sox until Tim Anderson's back. I, okay. I, there's nothing Fair. else I can say. He's the spark plug of that offense. This is an amazing offense that has not played up to their standards, and you're removing the guy that's hitting 360. I'm sorry. I got to fade this team. I'm just not going to do it tonight. I'm looking forward to a low-scoring ball game. I'm definitely looking at that under eight big time with Giolito and Gossman on the mound. Yeah, okay. I'm with you on that. I like that a lot, man. I might even play a first five under, no run in the first inning. I'm hoping we get a good pitching matchup. Uh, last time I said that, Dylan Cease gave up, I believe, eight runs, and the Sox gave up 16 against Boston. But uh, we'll see what happens tonight. Here's a rare opportunity. If you want to back the Rays, you're getting plus money, plus 116 against the Texas Rangers. They're minus 136 favorites. The reason being, Perez is on the bump, and he has a 160 ERA. He's been awesome to start the year. He could be your AL player of the month. He's been great. Uh, but it's just a 3-2 and two record. Going against Yarbrough tonight, 0-1 with a 3-9-8 ERA. I'm going to stay away from this game. I would actually play the under. I think this is going to be like a 3-2, to 2-1 two, two to one pitcher's duel tonight, actually. I'd go under 8 in this one. I don't really trust the Rays' bats, and uh, Perez has been awesome. So I'd probably play the under 8. Uh -uh. Just on principle, no. if you're giving me plus money uh, with the Rays ever, just on principle against, I don't care who, they could be facing Nolan Ryan in his prime. I do not care if you're giving me plus money on the Rays on the money line against the Texas Rangers. Like you just said, Perez, even with a 160 RA, still has two losses. Yeah. I'm going to go ahead and back the Tampa Bay Rays. Listen, even if I love Perez and even think the Rangers are going to win this game, which I don't, but even if I thought it, I cannot lay down plus money on the money line with the Rays. Pretty much ever. I don't, almost don't care who they're playing. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. That's fair. All right, should I not bet the Astros tonight at the price of minus 135 against the A's? The only thing scary, Montez is on the mound, 2-4, and 3-2-8 ERA this year. For me, it would be Houston or nothing. Also, I feel like even with... This pitching matchup tonight, the total is only seven. That's pretty low, man. The Astros could score seven in this game by themselves. I'm not going to play the total. Uh, should I stay away from Houston? Is this a trap line tonight, minus 135 against the A's on the road? 
I don't think it is. I, I really don't I think, think it is. After yesterday's game, I thought I thought that the A's are just they're just their full existence is to get beat up on. It, it seems like it's just it's honestly looking at the A's, even though they have twenty wins and they have a better record than other teams, they are the most depressing team in the world. Yeah. Uh, I don't know what else to say. I literally see them come on the screen and I have to change the channel. I can't even see green Damn. on a baseball field on a uniform. Uh, it is the saddest thing in the world. Uh, yeah, back back Houston, and I'm surprised. And I get Montez is up uh, is, is throwing today, but he's got a three two ERA. It's not right. like he's it's not like he's just tearing down the world. He's having a good season, but it's not he's not it's not a, it's not like what Perez is doing over in Texas. Okay, yeah. so like, and I'm and I'm fading Perez tonight. So yeah, I'm gonna fade Montez against the Houston Astros who just don't seem to want to go away, even though we all really want them to. Yeah, absolutely. All right, we'll take a quick break. When we come back, we'll look at tonight's games in the National League here on the BetMGM MLB Podcast, powered by BetQL. Let's get back to more of the BetMGM MLB Podcast, powered by BetQL, with Ryan Horvat and Cody Decker on the BetQL Network. Welcome back into the BetMGM MLB podcast. We're powered by BetQL. Check out the podcast. Like, subscribe, review, wherever you do find your podcast. Most notably, the Odyssey app, of course. Check out BetQL. He's Cody Decker. I'm Ryan Horvat. We ran through the American League games for this Tuesday, May 31st. Now we're going to take a look at what we got in the National League. We'll begin with the San Francisco Giants. You want to talk about bad defensive teams. I've just been playing Giants overs, man. They could hit. They could score runs. They really can't field. I don't trust the rotation. It's been a long time since I've said that about the Giants. Going against the Phillies, the Phillies are favored tonight, minus 135, with Ranger Suarez taking the bump in his 474 ERA. Phillies, Cody, dead to me. They are dead to me. I want nothing to do with this game. It would be the Giants at plus money or nothing. I don't trust the Phillies. Uh, they let me down on Sunday night. They let me down last night. Looked like they were going to make a little bit of a comeback there as Kyle Schwarber ties that game in the bottom of the ninth. They fall apart. I'm dead. The Phillies, I know it's, dude, it's May 31st. They're dead to me. They are dead to me. I don't want anything. I'm done back in that team. Who wrote this money line and how drunk were they? Um, what the hell are you doing giving the Phillies favored in this ballgame? I get it that the Giants, the Giants are good, by the way. Like their defense yeah. isn't great. Their, their pitching is not phenomenal, but they're a good team. The Phillies are arguably a bad team. They have been, they've played bad. They have no pitching. The defense no. is atrocious. And you're giving me plus 110 on the Giants on the money line? Okay. Thank you. Okay, I'll take it. I, I, I can't fathom who favored the Phillies in this game. Same. It's not like their pitching is great. Suarez got a 4-7 ERA. I actually I mean, kind of like Junis better, dude. He's 2-1, 2-7-6 and one, two, seven, six ERA. I mean. I'm looking at this line, and I don't comprehend how they made this line this. So, yeah, I'll take the Giants – Road underdogs, somehow, plus 110. I like that. So we got a dog there. I'm going to go with the favorite here. I'm not going to overthink this, and I'm also going to play the over because it's uh, pretty much a bullpen game for the Mets today. They got Williams going, 0-3, 437 ERA, and it's Patrick Corbin Day. He did just actually beat the Mets, but he's 1-7 this year. His ERA is over 6, and the total is is only 9. Give me the over. The Mets, although they don't really hit for power, the home run numbers, other than Pete Alonso, who is ridiculous. He's got 13 bombs or something like that already this year. Um, but they score runs, man, and they get on base. I'll play the over nine, and I'll play the Mets. 
I'll play him on the run line. It's plus money, plus 110 against the Nationals. The Nationals are terrible. As bad as I keep talking about the Chicago Cubs, they're a terrible baseball team. Nats are up there, man. They're a tough watch. And it's been a rough year even for Juan Soto because there's nobody else in that lineup, so he's not seen any pitches. He's just rotting on my fantasy team. He was my first overall pick, and they just pitch around him every at-bat. Nobody scares you in that lineup. Who else do you even know? Josh Bell? Yep. Um, what can I say? Uh, everything you just uh, said out loud. Uh, <laughs> to quote Molly Jensen, ditto. Yeah, yeah. Mets or nothing. Nationals suck. Let's move on to this one. Red Sox, minus 154 favorites. Hottest team in all of baseball. And they're going against the Reds. So why are the Reds only plus 130 tonight? Why is Boston only minus 154 with Michael Waka on the mound in this 3-0 record and 2-8-3 ERA going against Castillo, who's 1-2 with a 4-36 ERA? How come I'm getting Boston on the run line plus 140? It can't be that easy, is it? It is, I guess. I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm actually get, I'm not only going to look at the run line. I'm going to try and find an alternate run line yeah. and see if I can get them for like three or four runs. I They're going to win this game by like five. I, yeah. I don't understand. There have been some interesting lines today. That Giants line today is weird. This Reds-Red Sox line is weird. I, I'm... I don't know what it – maybe it's just because there's been uh, some offensive surges lately, but Michael Walker has looked really good, yeah. um, like really good. I, in fact, I even ta- awesome. uh, chatted with Trista Crick about it, uh, your co-host. She was asking me what he's changed. I'm like, it might be a movement pattern, might be a hip, hip change. I'm honestly not sure. I'd love to see the advanced metrics if I could ever get my hands on him. But, yeah. yeah, he's doing a phenomenal job. I'm fine. I'm going to find an alternate run line for like plus 200 and yeah. play that. Yeah, I'm fine with that, too. I mean, and even if I get burned by it, I'll just fade the Reds again tomorrow. So, mm-hmm. uh, Padres. We're getting plus money with the Padres and Blake Snell, but it's Blake Snell on the road. And I've actually kind of turned this into national fade Blake Snell day the last couple seasons on the road, 0-2 mm-hmm. this year. ERA right now sitting there at 6. Uh, Adam Wainwright, 5-4 and four this year with a 3-12 ERA. Cardinals tonight, minus 135. Padres, plus 110. I don't really want to bet this game, man. Like, I keep waiting for Snell to figure it out on the road. I don't like betting against the Padres. Um, I really hate betting against the Padres. But I don't want this, anything to do with this game. I, I, th- there's nothing in here I like. The numbers are scaring me off a little bit because, yeah. one, if I were to lean somewhere tonight, it would be the Cardinals, believe yeah. it or not. Um, I would fade the Padres, but I don't like that money line at minus 135. And I, I don't believe in the run line at all. I don't believe that if the Cardinals do win this game, that they're going to win this game by multiple runs. I think this is going to be a closer ball game. I'm looking forward and hoping for a bounce back uh, road start by Blake Snell because the Padres need him. The Padres absolutely need him. You can get a, if you get Blake Snell back to a semblance of Blake Snell, this team is going to be exceedingly hard to beat in October. Uh, but yeah, I, I'm leaning more towards Wainwright. Just. I'm not getting the prices I want. So you know what? I get the luxury of enjoying this game today as a baseball fan. Same here. Brewers take on the Cubs. This one's easy. I just bet the Brewers anytime they take on the Cubs. And they're minus 145 tonight. Cubs plus 120. Steele going for them. He's 1-5 with a 540 ERA. Going against my guy, Eric Big Game Lauer. 5-1 this season. 2-3-1 ERA. Brewers on the run line plus 110. It is that easy. Even at Wrigley, even on getaway day, even after sweeping the doubleheader yesterday, Josh Hader closes out both games. He'll probably do the same today if they even need him. It may be 7-0 going into the bottom of the ninth. Give me the Milwaukee Brewers to pound the Chicago Cubs into submission per usual.
I have a problem. Um, I have uh, to do my show down the line with Cody Decker on yeah. 70 The Score today, um, which yeah. is the pregame show for the Cubs. Yeah. And I have to go on the air and um, give my honest assessment of this bet. And, um, yep, Cubs yeah. are going to get blown out. They got steel on the mound. He's given up seven. Um, listen, uh, strap in Chicago. This is not your week. This is going to be tough. Ah, uh, yep. In fact, I might be looking for the Brewers on the alternate run line as well. I think this is going to be a blowout game. Yeah, same here. Will not be close. Marlins plus 110, taking on the Rockies tonight, minus 130. Marlins haven't even announced the starter yet in this game. So what I would probably do is maybe look at the total, maybe go over because it is in Colorado. It's at Coors. Going against Marquez, he's got a 630 ERA. He's 1-5 this season. Uh, not really a strong lean in this game. I'd probably actually play the over even at 10. You know, let's have some fun with this game, and let's go ahead and do a blind home run prop. You know right. why? Because no one is going in there uh, right now, apparently, on the starting side from the Marlins. Let's and do it. I love me some C.J. Crone at home. I All love right, me some C.J. Crone at home. Let's grab a C.J. Crone home run prop today in Colorado versus the Marlins. Let's I see what you. I can currently get it at. I'm going to pull it up right now live because I just decided we should do this live. C.J. Crone, you can get him on a home run prop for plus 350. That's the only thing I'm going to play in this game. It's the only thing I want to play in this game. It's the only thing that will excite me because I love watching C.J. Crone hit tanks. All it's right. going to happen. C.J. Crone, home run prop. It's the only thing I'm playing in this game, and it's the only thing I care about. I'm going to get weird. I want, an, I want a good number. Give me Zeus. Give me Jesus Aguilar plus 500, dude. 500? Plus 500. The guy does one thing. Hit bombs. Does nothing else. He's incapable of anything else. It's the only thing he's on this earth to do. Jazz is plus 370. Yeah, no, I'm going to go with the plus 500. I'll stick with my original pick. Give me Zeus. He's going to homer today at course. He probably won't even be in the lineup, to be honest with you. But if he is, he's going, yeah, yeah, I probably Hey, Brandon, Brandon Rogers, you can get him right now at plus 650 on a home run prop. Might have to. I've been on yeah. fire with these home run props, weirdly. So man. I, I've been killing Somehow, like, that's what, we're, that's what we're hitting now. Amazingly. Uh, like, I've been... I've always said, like, stay away from them, but they're yeah. fun. The reason why they're you play them is because they're fun, and when they hit, they're a blast. Yeah. And mostly, and I can't stress this enough, home run props are – they're lofty, man. They're just yeah. – they're you're throwing stuff at a wall, but when they hit, you feel like you're a member of the X-Men and your superpower is picking home run props. Exactly, exactly. Such great value. Uh, Braves have been not great this season. The defending champs, minus 165 on the money line, taking on the Diamondbacks, who – for the Diamondbacks, like what my expectations were for this team, they have been great this year. They're, they're fun to watch. They're a good team. Um, they're a great value bet on the money line, but we're only getting plus 140 going against Charlie Morton. Morton has not been good to start the season. No, no, I'm going to actually go back on you. Morton's been bad. Yeah, he's, he's been not awful. good. He's been awful. I was trying to be nice. I don't know if you know him or anything. or I don't, and he's been awful. And if I did, I'd tell him, dude, what the hell? You've been awful. So do I just take the Diamondbacks plus 140 tonight? I don't well, You know what? I'm taking the over in this game. You got two starting pitchers with ERAs over five and the totals only nine. And the Both ball flies in Phoenix. Yeah. I will. Whether, uh, whether, whether the roof is closed or open, open, the ball flies in Phoenix. Um, I'm going over. I, I like the over. And by the way, the Diamondbacks plus 140. Yeah, taking it. I'm, I'm not fading the Diamondbacks. This is a good baseball team. They're better than the Braves. They just they really have are. the misfortune of being located in Phoenix, which is in the NL West. That is their <laughs> exactly. only problem. 
No, you're right. You're right, man. If they were in the NL Central, they would probably finish second in the division. Dude, Maybe they might be able to. They might, if with a couple moves, they may win that division. Dude, I'm I'm gonna say something that's gonna be somewhat controversial. Put them in the AL West. I think they're fighting for the first place spot. Maybe even the AL Central, from what we've seen, man. Like I don't AL expect- Central. They'd be up by ten games right I don't, now. I don't expect the Twins to keep this going, and I I am worried about the White Sox, man. I'm I know we keep to be saying, worried. Like they DFA Dallas Keuchel, which was a great decision, it but to happen. Just like there's injury after injury. Every time I watch them, to like they're running into each other in the outfield. Guys are getting hurt. It's just and it's a bad managed team. All right, I'm last gonna, series. I'm starting to worry. Yeah, I'm really worried, man. Uh, last series to look at. I played the Pirates last night because they were plus 285 on the money line against Walker Buehler, and I just thought that that was ridiculous. Buehler gave up a three-run shot, then he gave up a solo homer. Still went over his strikeout prop. I know that because Trista was on the under five and a half, and he still struck out six despite giving up four runs. Uh, Dodgers lose that game last night. I want to say it was six to five. They made a little bit of a comeback. Plus 260 again for the Pirates. Dodgers. Minus 350. I will not be back in Pittsburgh again. If anything, it would be Dodgers on the run line, but BetMGM's doing the thing where they made them two and a half point, or two and a half point, Jesus. Two and a half run favorites, plus money, plus 100. And the reason being, it's Mitch Keller day and his one and five record with his six ERA. How do I play the Dodgers today after playing the Pirates last night? Dodgers are going to be pissed off today. They're going to score a bunch of runs, right? Or are they going to lose another series to the Pirates like they just did last week? No, the Dodgers are going to win this game. In fact, I'm going to play that alternate run line plus okay. 100. In fact, I also want to get a little bit more value out of it, so I'm looking to parlay some picks possibly. I'm looking at Julio Urias' strikeout prop. There's not a lot of value, obviously, in a four-and-a-half strikeout prop at minus 175, but I could parlay those two picks together and maybe add a third pick in there possibly. I'm going to go with maybe a no runs in the first inning and parlay those three together and get myself some serious value. And really – way I look at it, the only thing I'll be sweating is that first inning no run. All right. Well, I love it. Anything, any uh, final thoughts? I think that's all I'm going to do in that game. I was looking if there's anything else, but I think that's it for me. I'm, I'm going to play the alternate uh, run line with you yeah. as well. I see. I, the I just want more game. value, and I, normally I'm not big on parlays, but if yeah. you're going to give me a gimme of yeah. four and a half, even though I'm laying down a ton for it, and I agree I'm laying down a ton for it, but that's why I'm saying – Okay, I'll just parlay the three picks together to get myself some value because I do know he's going to throw at least five Ks. You know that's going to happen. It's no problem at all. I like it. Hey, whatever it takes to win the bet, I just parlayed three uh, dudes in tennis that I've never heard of this morning all because they were huge favorites and somehow that cashed. So you got to do what you got to do to bring home that money. All right, that'll be it. We'll be back on Friday, BetMGM MLB Podcast powered by BetQL. He's Cody Decker. I'm Ryan Horvath. You can catch me, BetMGM tonight, 7 to 11 p.m. Eastern, Monday through Friday. Cody, you're all over the place. The people could hear you before the big Cubs game tonight. Cubs, Brewers, Eric Lauer night. Where else are you at? Uh, you can also check me out on weekends on Saturday here. And also our producer, Super Mario. He's also joining us for Bet for the Cycle on the BetQL Network. Rob Brown and I, four hours live every Saturday. Not to mention, big time baseball. A new episode dropped yesterday with John Heyman and myself. It's always a good day when you get to sit around and talk baseball with John Heyman. And like you said, down the line with Cody Decker, brought to you by Circuit Resort and Casino, which will be on 670 The Score. In fact, it'll be on today, tomorrow, and the next day, all week long, which is not the week I wanted to do all Cubs pregame shows because this is going to be a very yeah. rough week for the Cubs. <laughs> They're all going to be rough, though. All right, that'll do it. We'll be back on Friday. All right, beat it!